Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is Stephen Lyons. I'm drinking water. How are you besides drinking water? I am good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good. Delicious water straight out of a refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, living the dream. I love to pretend like we haven't been talking for an hour and a half before. Yes, but now we're focused. Now yeah. it's important talking. Yeah, before, it's... it was it was just chats. Yeah. Just a wee bit of a chat. Um... Do you remember the first movie you saw in the cinema? I remember the first movie I remember seeing in the cinema. Very good. Uh, The movies before that. I know that I saw movies before that, but the one that I remember was um, I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit at the Auckland Civic. um, Mm. And it had, it was, I think it was its first refurbishment. It's been Mm, since mm -hmm. closed and then was refurbished, refurbished. But I remember seeing it because I was way too young to see Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. But it had cartoon characters in it. So my parents are like, you're going to love this. No one melts. (laughs) I had a similar experience with Roger Rabbit because my uncle was watching it. I came into the room and it was so horny, the scene. I was like, is my uncle watching pornography right now? A little. And kind of. The answer was kind of. Kind of. Um, Did you like the film? I mean, who doesn't like? I mean, it's a great film. Okay. I don't remember that much of the film because uh, the thing about the Civic in that refurbishment is they have these two beautiful, I think they're lions that sit either side of mm. the screen, and they put tiny little um, red lights in the eyes of the lions. That's terrifying. Uh, yes, it was very terrifying. And then so I kind of skipped. I uh, my memory of it is is skipping from being horrified by what's happening on screen <laughs> to being horrified by by this lion that's just got like a red glare that's yeah. just staring at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen the movie since, and it is very good. Nice. Um, you do comedy. Sometimes. How and why? Some people say I don't, but you <laughs> true, know, true. arguably that's where some of my income arrives from. Well, that's not necessarily a judge of whether or oh, not you do something, is good it? Good point. Ooh, yeah. yikes, capitalism. Yeesh. Um, but how did you start doing that? Uh, I think tragically I would say I'm a middle <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Hey, mom, look at me. No, I'm busy. All right. How do I get other people's attention? Sure, uh, sure, sure. I think I grew up, I grew up watching a lot of comedy. Yeah. Um, we had like, in New Zealand, we had, um, I think it was like Friday nights on Channel One. If mm-hmm. you stuck around long enough, there was like Young Ones and Black mm-hmm. Adder and Whose Line Is It Anyway, I think it was on TV too. And so like, those were kind of like my, oh my goodness, like this is fun. This is yeah. like, this makes me happy. Yeah, nice. And then I'm sure that that was kind of ingrained in me through like high school and intermediate or middle school um, of like, oh, if you make a bully laugh, then they leave you alone briefly. Yeah, uh, I had a very similar experience to that, but I was also homeschooled, so it was weird. Oh, dad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I have some movie trivia questions for you here. I got a garbage brain, but I love pop culture. There you go. Um, the first one I asked everyone just to see the response. What is movie? Movie is projection on screen. Cinema is 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 timeline plus image plus sound equals story slash emotion. All right, okay. I, I I would say it's either story or emotion. You don't think they're they can be together? <laughs> they're they're <laughs> separate but never equal. they will meet. <laughs> separate but equal. <laughs> no, they definitely should live together. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ideally, um, but I also didn't want to like I didn't want my definition to like discount like art house movies that you watch and you're like, dear God, I have no idea what happened, but I feel moved. Mm-mm-mm, I understand. So it's nice when they overlap, but it's not required. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're definitely you're if you're telling a story and there's no emotion involved, I think that's just fact. Yeah, a documentary. No, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> or that's called the Transformers franchise. I was say, any of the big blockbuster films that you don't like. For hey, sure. don't you say that. I, I got real teared up in one of the Fast and Furious. I can't remember which one, but man, <laughs> I was emotional. I've yet to see a Fast or Furious film. Oh, they are Fast and Furious. I hear they're very, very fun. And a lot about family. True, true. I've heard that. Sometimes the cars go fast. Sometimes they go furious. Damn. Next uh, movie trivia question. Who is more fuckable, Gollum or Smeagol? Smeagol. You think? Yeah, Gollum's too slimy. You think? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, when you say slimy, do you mean emotionally or physically? Both. (laughs) Mostly physically. I was thinking physically. I'm like, that's, yeah, like, that's, you want that, like, I'm, and and, hey, if you're listening and you're a real slimy, slimy person, if you're a... (laughs) Is that a term? That yeah, it absolutely like, okay. is. If you're one of them sweet slime puppies, I have no judgment on that. All right? I'm just saying that if I was given an option, Smeagol, you can get slimy. But mm. Gollum, Gollum's already there. Yeah, gotcha, It's like gotcha. turning up late to an orgy. <laughs> now, I, I should say, when I say, I mostly mean personality. I'm not like, you know, where there's that flashback scene. Personality? Before, yeah, personality-wise, who would you rather have sex with? <laughs> Who's, who would you rather... Hey, personality-wise, they're the same person. That's not true. He's famously got more than one personality. I, you know, like... <laughs> do you like the nice one or do you like the little mean one? Do you the like little, to be negged? No, I don't want to deal with Gollum. <laughs> okay. I would argue that I'm probably sure that a lot of people, like, you're either a Gollum or a Smeagol, mm, and depending mm, on which mm. one... You, like, no Gollum wants to be with another Gollum. We want a Smeagol to look after us, and no Smeagol wants to... Actually, Smeagol's... <laughs> You like don't a wanna... Buzzfeed quiz? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you turned it into being personality based. I uh, was ready true. to just get on those sweet tiny hobbits. 
Those big That's old also feet. a thing I hadn't considered. Yeah, he's like three foot, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Okay, it's logistically, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, what's the best cinema snack, do you think? Oh, guys, it's got to be tangy fruits, but tangy fruits are dead, so it has to be popcorn. What Always the fuck popcorn. is a tangy fruit? Oh, a tangy fruit is... Um, tangy fruit... Oh, what is the equivalent of it? Jujube? No, it's hard. It's hard candy. Okay. It's a round ball. They had them in New Zealand, and you could only buy them at the cinema, so it's mm. fully nostalgic. If you had one right now, you'd be like, fine. Mm-hmm, but for mm-hmm. me, they're like pure nostalgia because that was like... Getting to go to the cinema, that's decadence. Oh, but if you could afford tangy fruits, oh, and they made so much noise when you're walking in, they're jiggling. They're not a good snack, you know? Like when we used to, when there's like packets that make noise and shit, and you're like in the middle of Schindler's List and you're like jiggling around these really loud, hard candy in a little plastic tub. Oh, sounds perfect. I wish I could have saved more. Uh, they were discontinued. They also have like, they were very hard. So if someone dropped one on the ground, you heard it go all the way down, which that might be showing like where I grew up or the level of cinemas that I went to, because a lot of listeners right now will be going, isn't there carpet on the floor? And I say, bless your fancy cinema. (laughs) I, Oh, we don't have a lot of carpet floor in the in the states. Really? No, it's all it's like um, linoleum because it gets sticky. Yeah, it'll get real pop. sticky. Yeah, sticky, sticky, sticky stuff. I don't like that sticky carpet. No, it's gross. But popcorn, popcorn is, and I will eat popcorn for days. I yeah. went to when I was in Kansas City a couple of years ago. I went to the like last screening of Terminator. I don't know, whatever it was. Genesis. Uh, yeah, no, is that what was that? The, no, Dark Fate. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Da, 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 I'm back and I'm a good guy. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. I, I forgot they <laughs> reanimated that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, yeah, right at the start, too. Spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Um, but they, I got a large popcorn and they were like, oh, that comes with a free refill. Do you want it now? And a large popcorn in Kansas City is, it's bigger than my car. And then they were like, do you want a refill? And I was like, because we're going to close, we need to give it to you now. And he was looking around and he just got a box. Like it was just like a cardboard box and just like filled it with popcorn. Uh, And I was self-conscious because I was like, oh, what are people going to think when I walk in here with like 20 pounds worth of uh, popcorn? Nothing. Well, no, good news is it was Terminator Dark Fate, so no one, <laughs> no one else was at the movie. It was just me. It was just me in there having a great time with my popcorn. Uh, and I tell you what, that is the way to see that movie because I could heckle the screen. I could hang out as much as I want. I think there's no greater experience than being like one of two people in a movie. Specifically, <laughs> if you went to the movie together, it's like four people, all your friends, you're the only ones there, and you're like, oh, it's... It's 11 in the morning. Yeah. Let's bitch about St. Vincent starring Bill Murray. Let's do it. And I I will say, like, I grew up watching um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I am awful for talking through movies. (laughs) Like, I love watching terrible movies. And me and my older brother, we love to just talk through movies. I respect going to a movie. I won't talk if I'm at a movie and Mm -hmm. I'm in public and like that. But also that's part of why I'm like, can we just wait? I want to watch this at home. Mm. I want to watch this with Mike and we're just going to talk shit and be like, (laughs) what is going on? My sibling Molly and I, we went to Avatar, the first one, like four times because it got to a point where it's in cinemas for so long that it was in the dollar theater. Oh, yeah. 
And then we would just talk through the whole damn thing because it was me and then like five other people that were in the back. So it was just, it was so nice to talk through a film. Um, it's I, exactly how James Cameron wanted you to see it. Honestly, I saw, here's the thing, Jim. If you're listening, Jim, haven't seen the second one. I'll get on that. But also, I saw that four times. Yeah. I think I'm allowed to talk through one of them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gave you money so many times. Um, but yeah, I, I love a, a terrible film to talk through. Um, speaking of films, I have another question about films for you. I think that's most of what we're here for. Yeah, I know. It's, it's convenient thematically. Yeah. Um, what do you think my favorite movie is? Ooh. Mm. Um, well, you just, said, you just said that you're okay with terrible movies. That's true. How much are you okay with terrible movies? Is that a is that a part, is that a piece of your pride? Uh, um, I enjoy watching a bad like a just a film that you're like who made this? I and uh, this is obviously like no judgment on you, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're too good a person for your favorite movie to be trash. Like I feel like like I we don't know each other very well, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like you're someone who like you might put the room in your top five, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not going to be. I think your number one. I mean, you brought up Avatar, and that seemed to come out of nowhere. You saw. It four, have you seen any movies more than four times? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, we saw Return of the King seven times in theaters. I saw. I accidentally watched Revenge of the Sith five days in a row. If if you haven't seen Revenge of the Sith though, mm. it's not good. So you've made a real bold choice there, and that's made it very hard for me to guess what your favorite movie is because all of a sudden now I'm like, The Room, too good for you. Mm-hmm. If you're watching Revenge of the Sith... I will fight you on this. What? You're just like... And I'll be honest, I just watched the one scene where he murders those kids. No, it was one of those things of like, I went to the premiere and then I had friends that wanted to see it the next day. So I saw it kind of two times in 24 hours you know, I'd, I'd go watch it again. And then I ended up seeing it with friends, and I ended up seeing it five times in a row. I wanted to know what happened when he got to that higher ground. Listen, I am, I don't want to bring this up, a wee bit younger than you, so Jar Jar Binks hit perfect for me. Hey, I loved so, Jar Jar, although so, he did have some... <laughs> was, there's some interesting uh, racial undertones to that character, um, for sure. Um, but I'm making an uncomfortable face. Yeah. Ooh, <gasps> ooh. Um, but I'll say this. I enjoy that film. But anyway, what do you think my favorite movie is? Then? I would also say The Room is definitely worse than Revenge of the Sith. As far as entertainment value goes. Whoa. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. You're right. Does The Room right. The have two- a cool <laughs> lightsaber? Does he have a weird gr- general grievous scene? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, I also cannot be Oh, honest. hi, Anakin. How are you doing? <laughs> I like how you taught me was always just the pitched up Arnold Schwarzenegger from before. That's right. Yeah. Oh, hi. Um, oh, hi. It's me. <laughs> I'm your brother. We're twins. <laughs> oh, hi. I'm back. <laughs> um, That's exactly how he did it. <laughs> I'm um, going to do it. I'll be back. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do it. Oh, hi. I'm back. <laughs> He's like in the truck driving into the police station. <laughs> Sarah, where are you? Sarah, I'm here. I have to kill you. <laughs> that went into Noho Hank from Barry real quick. Uh, I couldn't say either way. There we go. All right, good. See it, but I will believe you. Yeah. Um, we've off the topic. What do you think my favorite film is? Favorite film. I'm going to demand uh, an answer from you. Demand an answer. I mean, I'm going to go with... Uh, I think if you've... 
I think Phantom Menace has to be, if you're watching Revenge of the Sith that many times and you had anything positive to say about Jar Jar, I'm hitting Phantom Menace because that was that was Jar Jar's shining moment. That's true. For a while, I would say you were correct for a minute, but it's not my favorite anymore. A minute is how long people should watch The Phantom Menace I for. will fight you on that. It's out of... Here's the thing about Star Wars, in my opinion. The mm-hmm. films that we've had, when people complain about like the new ones that came out, it's like they're like only two out of the five were really any good. I'm like, that was the ratio before. Yeah, yeah. You know? So just enjoy Star Wars for what it is. is what oh I yeah. Say. That's what I said. I'm not gonna tell anyone not to watch Star Wars, but I but I would prefer not to. True, true. And I went to the opening night of the Phantom Menace. Uh, in Darth Maul face makeup, Sick. wearing a Darth Vader themed "I Want You, Uncle Sam" parody <laughs> shirt, and I was on the national news broadcast for oh. TV Three. You can see me at the front of the thing, being like, yeah. "I'm so excited about Star Wars," and I was 37. That's not true. That is not true. I was a teenager. Oh, it's it's so incredible how much like five years makes a difference with. With programming, does that make sense? Um, but it's not my favorite movie anymore, and I will never reveal what my favorite movie is. Oh, I like that. Um, I got another question for you. Speaking of Star Wars, what Star Wars character do you want them to never make a Disney Plus film about or series about? Series? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is can it be retroactive? Because uh, that Obi Wan sure. was really a pile of shit. Yeah, it was not as. I'll say this, not as good as we deserved, I think. Just not interesting. Mm. Come on, I don't mm. need to see him fucking making sashimi for two hours. That I enjoyed, but I didn't World enjoy. building, wonderful. Yeah. But like... It was a, like, when you see him on his commute, you're like, I get that in the real world. Also, he, they all finished work. This is my issue with, it was mm-hmm. lazy film, uh, lazy making in my... Mm. So they finished work at what is legitimately a meat processing undertaking, right? You don't finish meat processing and just leave all the meat there. Like, he literally, the, the bell ring, he's like, and he just goes, all right, I'm going home. No, you got to <laughs> fucking pack that shit up. You can't just leave it out there. Maybe that's somebody else's job. No, you're going to come back and there's going to be a bunch of dewbacks there being like, <laughs> with stormtroopers still trying to ride them, being like, oh, shit, Lucas didn't animate us properly. Why couldn't we have stayed as the model? <sighs> they are Jubex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With you the big old it. mouth. Right, yeah, yeah, you nailed it. 100%. Yeah. Um, I was originally thinking Bantha, but then I was like, that, mm. that, those guys are not eating meat, right? No, not really, they? no. They're mostly uh, plants. They're plant eaters. Are they? Yeah. What did he take the meat home for? Um, Didn't he take that to give to his, a band? EOP, which is oh, the okay. little guy with the nose that farts in Jar Jar's face in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. The best of the Star Wars movie. Technically his favorite movie. <laughs> Technically. Um, what do I not want them? Who do I not want them yeah. to bring back? I mean, fuck, Watu. I've never heard that pronunciation of that character. What's name? his name? Watto. Watto, yeah, there yeah, we go. Sure. But Watu is, I think, better. Watto. But I'll say this. Pronunciation in Star Wars is kind of a free for all. Yeah, yeah. Which I love because George was like, uh, I, I don't know, just uh, however you'd say it. And so for a while he just said, oh yeah, the planet Hoth from Empire yeah. Strikes Back. He would just fuck around anyway. So Watto, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to see a junk dealer's nope. life, daily nah. life. You don't want to see a. Not dig- from him. <laughs> Not from <laughs> him. Character. Too sweaty. What, what about this? What about this? Watto's younger brother. 
who inherits it after he dies. Would you be interested in that? Still a toy Darian, still a CGI. No. No, not interested? No. Make him animatronic and voiced by Clint <laughs> Howard. Now I'm in. Okay. You hear that, Disney? This is what the fans want. Yeah. All right. Either uh, that or Luke Speeder. <laughs> I'm tired of people calling for more adventures of Luke Speeder. It's unsustainable. Can I tell you, I love that idea because he does sell it in, in uh, New Hope. Exactly. I'm and you just follow the Speeder. Yep. Oh, my God. It's exhausting. Oh, and they terrible. make it periodic and they're just like each uh, episode's a new owner of the Speeder. It was contrived at best. And I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy my fan fiction, but there was no reason to ban my email address. All right. I'm up to episode 174. All right. In this episode, it gets new wheels. Oh, so it goes reverts back. No, no, no. It never had wheels before. Before, But now, okay. But now now it has new wheels. They're trying a new thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you where they are, but they're not on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is your first character crush when you were growing up oh uh i think that it was an even tie between sarah and jareth from the labyrinth yeah and i'm not sure who wins because sarah's adorable like you know yeah 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 you know, i, I want to marry sarah but you know it's as a, soon as jareth comes along i'm like well i want to i gotta see Gollum what's happening Spiegel situation as it, well <laughs> are you i don't think either of them are as <laughs> As wet as not wet, but person. I think personality-wise, Jareth is Jareth David Bowie's character, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a trickster. He's a goblin. Yeah, and you, some people call Gollum a goblin incorrectly, but but the thing about Gollum, Gollum's thirsty. All true, right, Jareth is just like you chilling. know, he's chilling. He is taking it easy. He has stolen so many babies. Too many babies, like, one might say. No, uh, I mean he's building a kingdom. Mm. He needs as many goblins as possible to maintain the that fucking hedge. <laughs> right? That maze doesn't trim itself. What you don't know about it is Jareth, the reason he keeps needing to steal babies is because the working conditions are just terrible. The goblins would just unionize. We wouldn't have this problem. Mm, yeah. Well, he's constantly worried that they're gonna unionize. Yeah, so yeah. he keeps having to come up with insane ways to keep them in play. <laughs> you know, he wants them to feel of value, which is why he's like, You have to defend me from these teenage girls who keep trying to break into the car. And they're like, oh my god. And he's like, yeah, they're trying to steal our new baby. Mm-hmm. The thing we all agreed on and wanted in our lives. Yeah, well, I mean, there is a possibility. I mean, depending on what you believe in the lore, is either that baby is the next Goblin King, or that baby is going to be transformed into a goblin at which point all of those goblins are, are like oh there's a new version of us that we want look this is not why i fell in love with jared <laughs> it's just that hand work on those balls yeah and then you find out it's not even his hand and i'm like well oh. Oh. um i got two more questions for you before we get in the game uh what monster movie monster do you want to fuck and it can't be a vampire Man, this is this is this podcast is a it's lot a more horny. sexual than I realized. It's horny. It's a horny podcast because I think it's funny to make people think about the first time. Yeah, they wanted to fuck Godzilla or whatever. Oh, too big. Yeah, too, too big. big. Also, radioactive. All right, that's a fuck Fair that's going to get you cancer. Worth it? <laughs> Worth it for Godzilla? <laughs> for, 
<laughs> I mean, for the, for the story alone. The, I mean, for the narrative of this, it's going to need a dick, which all of a sudden means Godzilla's like, yeah, there's some real issues anatomically happening. You don't want to see Godzilla hanging brain? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine having an edit? Kind of like, you know, there's that edit of uh, the Jurassic Park with the buttholes. Also, cats, cats, cats with cats the buttholes. The buttholes? <laughs> is that what you would, is there? No, a- there's both. There's both. Oh, same guy. Yes, he's into some weird. Shit. Yeah, yeah. What are you up to? Oh man, I'm really working hard on the new Batman movie. Buttholes again? Yeah, yeah. Buttholes. It's tough with the capes. Do you put the butthole through the cape? Yeah, I make a little window for it. It's too much. It's like a set of pajamas. Yeah, yeah. timey pajamas. What monster mm. would I want to fuck? Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm just I'm not that horny. Like oh, most true. of the monsters, I'd be like, you're all good. Like, you just fuck whatever you're going to fuck, werewolf. Okay, okay. Um, I respect that. I mean, maybe an eye of the behold, like a beholder from D&D. That's a pretty fuckable monster. It's all eyes. It's got a lot, a lot of eye contact. I don't think it's got enough orifices that you could go to town. But we're talking movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's not relevant. Edit that oh, it's out. Not in the, not in the movie. The well, it is, I think that it does sneak into the new movie you, at some point. Maybe, 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 maybe. Sexy monsters? Sexy monsters. My problem is that it's like if a monster is sexy enough, sexy. well, but we're going, what would you want to fuck? So by definition, I'm ranking them in sexiness. Well, I mean, Unless it's like you're talking like other people have answered this in like very like masochistic ways where they're like, oh, yeah, Godzilla would destroy me. Literally. Literally to destroy me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, you know. Maybe Frankenstein, the original monster, you know? Because yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. he'd be a tender lover. Yeah, yeah. You know? But you'd have to be careful. I don't know what the sewing work is like. <laughs> I was going to say, it's uh, kind of a patchwork down there. Yeah, a little bit of patchwork down there. Uh, what do you... <laughs> what if you're like Frankenstein's monster specifically from young Frankenstein? Like, I want to <laughs> fuck Frank Boyle yes. specifically. Uh, yes, it's after the dance number. Yeah, oh, just the charisma. No, I can't say no to a patchwork <laughs> monster that can tap dance. <laughs> I will specify I need young Frankenstein as June Wilder to watch. <laughs> Final. And encourage, all right. And I don't. I don't want no some weird judgmental watch. You're doing such a good job. <sighs> Way to go, my creation. <sighs> Steven, you need to stop making that sound. the The monster will make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I think he doesn't like it. Um, finally, why is Austin Powers so sexy? What about it? Oh, this is another Schmeagol Gollum situation. Oh You're telling God. me Austin Powers is the sexy one? What about Dr. Evil? Okay. I, I, yes, and... Austin Powers, again, we're entering into... He's too thirsty, all right? Uh, he's, he's like, oh, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. Dial it down. Dr. <laughs> Evil is like, you know... I feel like, yeah, yeah, Austin Powers is like, you're so lucky to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. can't handle that kind of attitude, all right? <laughs> Dr. Evil's like, thank God someone is going to love me when I look like this. And I'm like, bro, you look like Austin Powers bald. <laughs> We're all good. I really appreciate you coming over. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I'm like, where, where's Mini Me? I was told this was going to be a teamwork. I'm going to make you come one million mm. times. That's uh, too much. I'm back on Austin. Oh, no. 
Oh, that's very funny that you're the first person that's ever brought that up. Oh, excellent answers. How dare well they? Well done. Are you ready for the game? We're going to get a random sure. word. It is function. 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 This really is a random word. It I really thought is. it was going to be nouns. No, I have a randomwordgenerator.com. All right, what's the game? What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> We're making we're making a movie plot based off of the word function. Oh yeah. So um, I have a couple ideas of where it could go. I feel like function would be fun to do. Uh, like a it's about a guy who's trying to make a like Chuck E. Cheese style restaurant for kids, and it's like the fung fun fun like a fun station with a little. A little, it's a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Such a stretch, but, but it works. But it's good, like I'm like function, you know, conjunction, conjunction. What's your function? Oh, there's a train there. Oh, so it's there. Anyway, that's. Are we? Are we? Mind. Are we? Yes, ending that, or are we pitching back and forth? Well, that's what's an your, idea. Or what's if your you goal? Have one, we, we, well, I don't want to dilute it. If we have that, we can just do that. We can either do that, or you can add a little zhuzh to that. You can yes and it, or you can. To an alternative. Generally, what I do is if we both come up with disparate ideas, I try and merge them somehow. Okay. So if you have an instinct, like that's where my mind went first. Or, um, you know, it could be about Fun. the guy making Viagra for the first time. You know. Oh no, it doesn't need to be about dicks. No, it doesn't. All right? It'll It'd get be there. Too horny. It'll get there. It's so horny. <laughs> too horny. I didn't realize how horny of a podcast this was. And then, how did you not? All I don't of your know. questions are. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I had no idea. I guess it's. I mean, this is. Uh, if you had to fuck a camera, which camera <laughs> would it be? A DSLR. Um, I will say this about this, Stephen. Uh, it means I'm comfortable enough with you to be like, because there's some people, some guests that I don't answer because there's a list of them that are random. I kind of just oh, pick them. Okay. It means like I feel comfortable enough to you, and I think you're going to yeah. be a good sport about it. Oh yeah, yeah. As opposed to like, I, there are other people, and if you gone, I don't like this. At genuinely, I've been like, okay, I have other questions. You're like, I'm not into this. This is too much. Man, but I'm fine with it. It okay, was great. Okay. So the movie is function. So it was good for you. It function. Good. It's about. It is. So we're doing. I think we stick with Chuck E. Cheese. We got mm -hmm. like it's a it's a Chuck E. Cheese type. Um, but what I'm doing is I think like it's uh, short for like work function. Oh. So it's it's Chuck E. Cheese. It's a guy who and I'm picturing you know like the kind of movie that like you know 20 years ago Dane Cook might have starred in. <laughs> Okay. Like, yeah. And so he's like, I'm running this like event. Mm -hmm. Like it's this like, it's Chuck E. Cheese, but for adults. So yeah, he, yeah. he buys like, yeah. And I'm throwing in some elements of like, we bought a zoo. Sure. So like he buys an old Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. Maybe we set it in an area that's like a bit run down or mm -hmm. has a, like, maybe it's a, it's a community in Detroit that he's trying to build up or something. Mm -hmm. But he buys like a burned out Chuck E. Cheese. And like, this is his chance to create a space where like work functions can come, mm. you know, and they can have a great time and they can have like affordable pizza and yeah, they've got like, but like, I think that it's like the story of that space opening and like the, the opening night function and everything mm. that goes wrong. Okay. I like that a lot. I feel like at the end of it, what do you think about it being haunted? I think we need to move that to the middle. 
Okay. We can't have that be the end of it. Okay. Are we talking Night thinking? of the Museum haunted or poltergeist no, haunted? Like poltergeist. Like it takes a switch. Like the first um, act is like all the things we've been saying. It's like kind of a quirky comedy. We get like maybe Ryan Reynolds in to play the lead. And then the second, the middle chunk is, oh my God, no, it's cursed. It's haunted. And it's got to be. I mean, I, that's a leaning a little too Five Nights at Freddy's ish, maybe. But, yeah. But I like the idea of like. Murders happening. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe it's because. Yeah, yeah. So it's. A, what about this? Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm thinking it's a Chuck E. Cheese, but like it's also got a little bit of like not sore, sore, but just mm. a little bit of that like what they don't know is that when your event function goes there, you're not all coming out. That is the exact suggestion I was going to also say. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I feel like it could be he's specifically inviting like billionaires here to do work functions like he's pitching it as a hip new thing and he's sort of trying to slowly just rid the world of the one percent oh my god so here's my pitch okay is it's um random average americans mm. so it's a small group of just the most generic americans possible that he has gathered together to have a work function in this place. Mm. What we find out is none of them are average Americans. Mm -hmm. All of them are billionaires who have been told to come to this party mm -hmm. where it's like a murder mystery party mm -hmm. where they're all told, be the most average American you can so they're all trying to be normal, mm -hmm. and uh, he knows that. And so he's slowly trying to weed out. There's a little bit of like a battle royale kind of yeah, vibe, yeah, yeah. Uh, dystopian, you know. So they all start to realize that they're billionaires and that they are like, wait a second. You know, because they're starting to recognize each mm -hmm, other. Mm -hmm. They're starting to go, holy cow, I think this is this person who's from here who does these things. Yeah. And then, obviously, I feel like there's, like, I know that person. What's going on? Chunk. Yeah. Gates close. And then someone's in the ball pit, and they're like, what happened? I was yeah. in the ball pit. I didn't realize what's going on. Um, I think that would be a funny tag at the end if someone was, like, hidden in the ball pit the entire time and then got up, and there's just, like, like a bunch of dead people, and they're like, what the fuck? What? I passed out. Yeah. Um, I just like an Andy Sandberg like uh, <laughs> like Napster style billionaire yeah. where he's like not an active billionaire at all. It's just like, wait, what? Huh? I guess I won. What? Oh. Um, I like that a lot. I, I think that's good. I think we can also assemble a, a star studded cast of these billionaires. Um, that's very popular these days. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, and then without going too knives out about it, say, like yeah. that's like my instinct was I was like, oh, I want Dave Bautista in there, but it's like yeah. oh, I feel like he's doing okay. He's doing quite all right for himself. But he would be a great uh, red herring of like bring him in and he's the first to go for sure. Yeah, I think I, one of my favorite things is when a movie hires a really famous person and they die in the first five minutes. I'm looking at you, Steve Coogan in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said a really famous person. All right, my bad, my bad. Man, they really just, I was so heartbroken. I was really looking forward to him in that movie. Oh, that's very good. And I was like, I'm having the best time. Steve Coogan's here. We're all having a great time. Oh, okay, he's done. Oh, damn. Oh, Jesus. But we're sticking with the blackface? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I am the dude playing a dude disguised as another dude, as I recall, is the line. I've never seen that film, but it's crazy that he got an Academy Award nomination for that. Did he? he? Yeah, he Did lost he? to Heath Ledger. Did he, though? 
Yeah. Did he? Oh, God. We kind of all knew Heath was going to get it. So I think they just were like, yeah, why not? Yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, fuck I don't it. I'll throw it in. It's like, I guess Iron Man also came out that year. We got to give him something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I like that being so. That's the first two acts. How do you think it ends? Ends like they all obviously have to go through all these trials and tribulations. Yeah. you know, there's games or whatever. And I then, think, yeah, because we got to like, what are win? the stakes? Why are the billionaires mm. all here? I think the billionaires are here for morbid curiosity. They mm. all want to know what humans are doing. Like, what does a normal person do? Yeah. So they're, they're like, oh, they go to Dave and Buster's. And they're mm. like, oh, yeah, you're at this, like, Dave and Buster's-esque place. And you're just being a normal person, having a normal time. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, the... Four-person cosplay, yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that to me is the... That's the social satire of yeah, it, yeah. is that, like, they should be having a great time, you know, like, drinking weird, like, you know... <laughs> I like this idea of, like, <laughs> one of the billionaires goes up to a staff member. He's like, oh, Jim, you're here? He's like, yeah, I'm playing a, an overworked person. Isn't this kind of fun? <laughs> you know, I'm, I've had seven Red Bulls. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. That's very good. I, like, I agree with that. I think that's very fun. Um, and then they all get trapped. Yeah. And then the resolve, like, yeah. probably should be that it's a heist. Like, it has to be them. Like, I would love it if it's them, uh, like, redistributing wealth, mm-hmm. you know, of like, oh, okay, great. We've got all of these things going on. Mm-hmm. And then the outcome is that it's like, oh, actually, what we're doing is we're culling all of the rich people. Oh, I think at, at almost, I agree. I think that's great. And I feel like what could work with that is at the end of every puzzle, it's always like, well, you get you have to kill this person, or you have to give me X amount of dollars. You have to, you know, sell all your stuff. Oh my stock. god! Wait, so, and then they kill him anyway. So when, wait, when the person dies, yeah. I think they give them the story of that person, mm. and like they let all of the individuals. They go, how much would you like to donate? to this person's family. Mm. And so they have like fake families that they've lost. Like, oh, they have, oh, it turns out he has a son who can't walk. Oh, he has these things. What would you give? And it's all like, so for them, they're like, oh, well, I have to give this and I have to give this. But it's actually just taking the money from the billionaires because they're like, oh, we got to know him. We want to help him. But it's like, no, no, none of that actually existed. Yes. And then I kind of would love at the end for like almost a uh, cabin in the woods Mm, mm, feeling. mm, mm, mm. So it's like we actually zoom out from the resolution Mm. and this is happening not just at like the Chuck E. Cheese is just the American version of it. And then it's like you go like there's a Japanese version Mm. where they're all like hanging out at one place. There's, you know, there's a uh, French version where they're all like, oh, we're all just like normal people. Mm -hmm. And so it's just taking these ultra rich people from around the world and then redistributing their wealth in insane ways i like it as a movie and as a plan yeah maybe the money goes to like the actual workers yeah yeah. so the workers are trying to get the more more and more sob stories yeah so yeah. that all they're doing is like it's yeah they're trying const- to cash it in yeah well the and so then you could have the workers constantly be telling them 
the other people's backstories. Mm, they're just yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry about your son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see that guy over there? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. then, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. he lost it. His whole family died in a plane crash. And what the worker knows is that the person they're talking to owns, like, a fictional version of Boeing. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, oh, oh yeah, well, he's been really struggling, you know. Like, he worked at a steel mm-hmm. mill and then his whole family died. Mm-hmm. And a, and so they will can be given their own little cards oh, at their murder so mystery good. party. So that, like, mm-hmm. when pe- people come and talk to them, they, there might be a scene where one of them is like, ah, and then he has to go to the bathroom, and he's in the bathroom. That might be the reveal. Is like he pulls out just a little card that has his information, and uh-huh. he's like, oh yeah, I'm a steel worker. Oh, yeah, so yeah, he has yeah. to go back, and do you have like, because like we know, like yeah. yeah, not we know. A lot of people would know when someone does not know anything about steel working. Yeah. But how cool would it be to watch like um, these billionaires mm-hmm. pretending mm-hmm. to know what they're talking about? Absolutely. That'd be so good. And they're like, haha, I'm tricking them. Yeah. They're absolutely talking out of their ass. That's very good. I think, um, how many? Five billionaires or more? Ooh. Because like, I'm like, we can't go too crazy with it. Eight be, gives like, us a good disposable amount. True, true. You have a couple kind of... Depends on how many you want to get. Like, Because I think if you had eight, you could lose four. And then you can go like, oh, yeah, what's what's moving on from here? Yeah, yeah. You know, like then you've got your four that you care about. Mm -hmm. So you can build up. Mm -hmm. Because then you've got those like that Steve Coogan character where you're like, oh, I'm deeply invested. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Eight's good. Because someone like John Cena would be amazing to have, like, come in and you're just like, oh, man, where is... Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. His head's gone. It's yeah. just absolutely off his shoulders. I like that. So John Cena, that's one. Mm. Who else do you do you think? So we got John Cena. I love what? Steve Coogan, so I'm going to put him Coogan. in there. Okay. Um, if we can get away with it, I would... L- if we can get away with it, I would love to have Tina Fey in there. <laughs> Like Tina Fey playing like a magazine magnet would be like amazing. Like someone who's like, she runs like a Vogue. Can we get Meryl Streep to reprise her role from Devil Wears Prada? (laughs) I think that would be very good. Actually having, it would be a fun rule to have is like everyone has to, everyone's people who have played billionaires before. Mm, so you have like Jesse uh, Eisenberg, yeah. Eisenberg, you know, but they're not, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, so he's been running like a social network kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Oh, okay. But I would say those are all the people that we lose. Like anyone oh, who's yeah, got yeah. those, those are the people that we. Yeah, they're gone immediately. Michael Fassbender's there in like a turtleneck, Steve Jobs style. Yeah. Um, I would kind of love the stakes to be that they all think that they're competing for a space on um, like the first rocket, rocket to Mars yes, or something. Yes, yes, yes. Is that it's like that's the like ultra contrived concept <laughs> is that you have like all oh, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to get off Earth. Like yeah. We have the technology and, you yeah. know, because then you can subtly have like they start to talk about space travel every now and then. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <gasps> and then it'd be great because one of them can discover like the showroom. Mm-hmm. So that there's like, so it turns out that before the function, they'd all actually been here. And they all came in one at a time to look at the showroom to be sold their trip to Mars and mm. what was waiting for them on Mars. But of course it's all fake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that uh, wonderful thing of like them taking you know phone calls from Mars. You know, and it's like, oh no, that was just a video. Like you, there's no way you can tell. <laughs> it's just, somehow they did notice that it was an animatronic mouse. Yeah, <laughs> it's like somehow reconfigured. <gasps> oh, that's very good. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, so we have that's a great setup. Great, great. And the conclusion is it's you go all white out and nothing everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The every every country is doing their own, own version, version of, of this, and then you like zoom out from that, and you zoom all the way to Mars, and they're doing it. <laughs> they're trying to get people to Earth. <laughs> Mars has their own version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are it's, they Martians or are they humans on Mars? Well, uh, I think they're Martians, and it's just the same. It just turns the camera. It's like ah, oh, same shit everywhere, yeah. you know. It's, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> cut to black with uh, the tongue and the sickle <laughs> going <laughs> hard cut no uh, I like that a lot um, okay I like it zooming out 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 to Mars and it's still there and it's doing it that's good um, and is that the end is that do we have our movie well we don't know who is who is the puppet master who is the puppet master stay with me Larry David. It's pretty, pretty. Oh God! If we can put a, if we can give him a toupee, <laughs> and narratively it is a toupee, and narratively it is a toupee. It's a diegetic yeah. toupee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's. Uh, alternatively, uh, Diego Luna's quite good. He's a yeah. very good actor. I think, like we, I think it's like got to be a team of people because it can't just be one person because that kind of goes antithetical to the idea of yeah. like collective action. So I feel like we have to have like a team of like four to eight people kind of counteract the counteract. I think I'm getting a little bit of a vibe as we go on mm. that there might be like a Jurassic Park style control room. <laughs> yes. You know, so Absolutely. you've got like, you need to build your team of who like Larry mm. David is you know, whatever the dude is, Jurassic Park guy, you yeah. know, the old man. John Hammond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think he has his team, mm -hmm. one of which I'd love to be Nick Krull. Okay. Like, I just feel like throw <laughs> right. him, because he's going to be the, like, ah. you know, he's like, yo, I'm into this, yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. this isn't right. Oh, like the voice of dissent. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he thinks it's really cool up until someone actually dies. Yeah, I think he's having really fun. He's having a lot of fun, yeah. but as he gets to know the people, he's like, oh, billionaires are also people. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's like, yes, did you not know that? They're just not good people. <laughs> and he's like, no, I didn't realize. I thought they were like cartoon characters. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were Dr. Evil and we were like saving the world. It's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's absolutely what we're he's doing. like, I don't know. That guy was crying real hard. Yeah, he's missing a hand now. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to be different for the rest of his life. Well, luckily, it's not very long. He's, gonna, he's going next. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay, so <laughs> Larry David, Nick Kroll. Uh, Diego Luna, who's just hanging out. Yeah, just there. What is Diego Luna from? Um, you, Andor and Rogue One. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. you know him from. Um, and, I, you know, it would be great. A singular woman in this cast would be good. Uh, just one? We, we no, do no, no. have some already. Yeah, we do, true, true, but true. definitely. Tina Frey, yeah. In, but in the control room, we in also the, want. A, yeah. a, a woman would be good and a very funny woman. I think Parker Posey. <laughs> sure. 
Like, do you not like Pat? I don't. I never seen her. Anything. You've never seen her. Like, you never watched like any of the yeah, uh, like um, Best in Show. Oh yeah. She, okay. No, this means I know the name and I don't know who she is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. Put her in there. Like her. Any uh, actually any of that ensemble, I would love. Like either a Parker Posey, Jennifer Cool. Jennifer Coolidge would be amazing oh, as a billionaire. But absolutely. we already we just did White Lotus. Yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like. If you could get her to play like a really onto it billionaire, then that is like overwhelmed by what's going on. I think she would be really fun mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like when she knows exactly what because she very much plays. Often her characters are like overwhelmed by life. Yes, uh, and she plays that so well. So it'd be cool to have her play someone who has got their shit all the way together is nailing it but then as soon as she's put in like pretending to be a normal person she's like this is too much what about this the extreme version of that is she can't handle it she's trying to lie to, to like get out of the game you know and yeah then she's like i can't handle this she grabs the gun and kills herself she's like gets so overwhelmed why are she, there guns in here ah, why not um this, this doesn't seem nearly as contrived as dying by ear hockey true 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 or like something she like just she taps out. She's yeah. like, I see what's I see what's happening. I know I'm not gonna win this. I'm I'm the master of my own destiny. Yeah, yeah. In fact, she could be like a late, like a later in the movie loss. Mm. I kind of would like for her ending to be almost ambiguous of like she taps out, so she like goes is she makes her way through some stuff, through some other stuff, and then she goes out and exit. Mm. And when she goes out the exit, she's on like a sound stage. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, you realize like, oh, these guys, like, this is a much bigger thing that's going on. Oh, yeah. This is a full Truman show. Of like, yeah. Like, it's like a beautiful giant white soundstage yeah. where it like zooms out from her and, she, and then just goes to black mm-hmm. and then just cuts back to the rest of them, like <laughs> hanging out, having a great time. And you're like, fuck, what happened to her? That's very Actually, good. I'd want the door. The door closes as it's zooming and, out. Yeah. And she turns and then... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so that might be so she. Good. Actually, she should be the one who finds the um, the room that has all of the like you're going to Mars shit in it. Oh, so that yeah, she's yeah. like, oh no, 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 like this is. And I mm. think that would be because she's like, this is too much. I got to get away from. The, I can't mm. pretend to be poor. <laughs> I think a, would be her kind of motive for. <laughs> the, mo- I feel disgusting. Yeah, I yeah. Do it. Like, oh, oh god, yeah. I need a cigarette. Oh, that's so good. Oh, you know who'd be very, I think, actually very funny um, doing a fun billionaire character? I think Seth MacFarlane. Get him in there. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't do enough live action stuff, I think. And when he does, it doesn't work. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to give him a go. You know? I would either let him be a billionaire or, and hear me out, because we are at Dave & Buster's, right? Um, what is the Ted? Showtime Pizza? Yes, yes, Showtime Pizza Bear. Yeah. But what if yeah he's the lead he is the leader of the Showtime Pizza band that's in there because obviously that's going to be slightly murderous yeah, but yeah. it means like it means he can sing yeah so it means that he like you get this giant animatronic like maybe something that's like completely not great for that like he's mm-hmm. like a giant like for some reason the band is made up of just not common animals so <laughs> like a praying mantis yeah yeah like the guitarist is a praying a, mantis I was on the keys on the keys <laughs> Going ting, 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 yeah i'm into that uh, uh, i feel like the lead singer is a capybara. oh perfect yeah and so Lady that's Stone. him yeah yeah 
like just wearing like Ray Bans. Yeah, I think it would like just like Joe Cool the Camel. Yes, uh, I think it would be great as well. Is you can have like a nice little reference, like oh, I thought it would be a bear. It's like who would want to see a movie about a talking bear? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, okay, I like that a lot. Good, good note. Good. Ah, uh, that's very fun. Um, I think um, I think also May Martin would be fun in the control room. Who? May Martin. Um, they just had a comedy special on that show. Um, Feel Good. I just watched all. Okay, of it. they're a very funny stand-up comedian. Yeah, and I think having they're uh, Canadian and kind of awkward and quirky, and I think having them there would be fun. Um, energy to bring. Cool. Who do you think should direct this motherfucker? Uh, oh, that's a great. I mean, it's either it's either Jordan Peele, great, um, or possibly whoever directed Knives Out. That'd be Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Has he ever ruined any Star Wars movies? Um, no. Arguably, I would say no. All right, good, good. Definitively, no. What about what about no? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was weird that he brought Jar Jar Binks back into the, no, um, I, yeah, I, uh, Ryan Johnson or. To be fair though, mm. I do think like the thing about those are, those are both people who would nail the genre because yeah, I'm also tone. very open to like, you know, if you gave this to the Coen brothers, I'd be very <laughs> like. That'd be very different. Mm. That'd be very funny. Yeah. Oh. And all of a sudden, I mean, you do that and all of a sudden we got George Clooney in there. That's true. That's which, true. Yeah, it would be kind of, I mean, if you're looking at like an absurd buddy movie is like the two guys who are running it are Larry David and George Clooney. <laughs> and, then, and people keep hitting on Larry David, yeah, but not yeah. George Clooney. And he's like, but I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very aware that he is like as handsome as George Clooney. Yeah, I think uh, also George Clooney then could be like a, a psyop of Bill. He is in in on it obviously but he's pretending to be a billionaire who's pretending to be a normal person does that make sense yeah or like the manager like oh, he yeah, could yeah, be yeah. in on the floor hanging mm -hmm. out and doing stuff but yeah also it could be well i'm not against an undercover you know normal guy yeah i think that'd be good um and then the twist is that he's actually trying to take the money oh that's good because especially we'd use misdirection so mm -hmm. that you think larry david's trying to steal the money and not mm -hmm. redistribute it but it mm -hmm. turns out that it's actually george clooney's character oh then what happens to him because he like he got way oh. too into when they were like you're gonna be pretending to be a billionaire pretending to be a normal person <laughs> he daniel day lewis himself yeah yeah is that character. he's like no i need to live like in his mind he's like i am a billionaire and i deserve <gasps> he, this because he did so much prep work that mm -hmm. where he was living as one. Oh, that's so good that's yeah. very funny but then he has to he's got to go then he can't be successful about yeah it. yeah oh i think he should be eaten by something I That's, mean, probably uh, maybe a praying mantis that plays the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the oh, one that. Be like, so good if it, like, it turns out it's like you thought these were animatronic, but they're real. No. It's a giant. <laughs> we have genetically modified <laughs> a praying mantis. That would be exactly. This is where Nick Krull is important because now he. <laughs> time that's ever been said this is where it turns out like they were like oh we hired you to do this because you're a, you like you are so good at robotics and he's like well my real passion is actually genetics and it was just that he program he <laughs> genetically engineered the band and then programmed them to like 
Too good. And that's also, obviously, they have to get loose in the third act then because then it's pressure on Larry David and the yeah. crew to get the money out as soon as possible because they are also upsetting. Yeah, now they're also oh. at risk. Oh, that's so good. And then the billionaires are all like, just ta- get us to the rocket. Get <laughs> us to the rocket. Like, you we'll be- There's no rocket. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Yeah. Oh. That's very, very and good. And like the after credit scene is is just um it, it is uh Seth MacFarlane voicing a giant capybara that is like chewing on like Larry David's wig. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Luck Be a Lady in between bites. Uh, Luck be a lady too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we have a winner. I think we have a winner. Is that how this normally works? It sounds expensive. We're going to need at least 200 mil to get this made. Yeah, I don't think. I'll talk to my angel investors. I think it'll be fine. I think we've got a winner. I think we solved cinema. I think there will be no problems in cinema after this. I mean, it's got emotion and it's got story. story. Yeah, and it's got being projected on a screen. Yeah, and like, I'm not saying it has to be, but probably should be shot in IMAX. Oh, I love a big camera. Yeah. That's the camera I'd want to fuck. I'd want a fucking IMAX <laughs> Too much camera. pressure for me. Oh, no. Give me. I love huge. a challenge. I'm like Edmund Hillary. I point to it and I go, yes, on top of that, I want to be. I'd be, li- I'd be lucky if I could do an 8 millimeter. <laughs> but I'm <boom. laughs> Hey, yo. Oh, ha, ha. Oh, right. hey, I, I don't get no respect. Was an IMAX 10 inches? I couldn't tell you. No, it's like one inch? How big is IMAX? I couldn't tell you. You don't know how big an IMAX film frame is? No, I couldn't. I thought that was common knowledge. No. I'm just brain farting. Normally, I know exactly how big. How big is a 35 millimeter? Like, is that like two inches? <laughs> You're so mad. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Your face when you were just like, I don't, do I tell him he's I, an idiot? No, or does I, he don't, know? I don't know. I, my, my, my brain is also on fire because i'm like i've never conceived of it that way like how big a 35 millimeter fr- it's 35 millimeters yeah so well, i know like, it's yeah, exactly yeah. how i know that yeah. but i don't know how many inches that is oh like oh i think an inch is about like 2.5 centimeters okay yeah you don't need to know this you're american that's true i am sure at some point the whole world will go back to imperial measurements and you will be fine <sighs> i'd say i'm 100 percent sure but i think i'm 12 out of 10, sure, because there's a reason we moved on. (laughs) You don't get to do percentages. You guys had your chance. You're like, no, give us inches. Well, I'll say this. Some some countries adopted our dollar system because... mm, your so? dollar system is metric. <laughs> I know. You don't it's, get to say no, that. Listen, in- <laughs> here's the thing. I fucking don't get me started. I've been trying to use metric systems since I was like 12 and everyone's like, go fuck yourself. And it's like, fair enough. But also, ugh. Um, do you want to do a lightning round? Let's or do, do it. Okay. So uh, the lightning round. round. So we each do a pitch on the same word. The word is elite. So mine is about a young man who wants to get into a grammar school for boys and then realizes um, in doing so he's gay and has to come to terms with that. Mm. And it's a nice little like um, coming of age story. Yeah. Uh, elite. Um, a, uh, a, a, it's, the year is 1990 Olympic Games. 
That's the, the Olympic Games is the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know when Olympic the... I don't want to say 92 or 94 or some shit because someone will be like... Because someone will be like, hey, no, blah, 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 blah. No. All right. It's the Winter Games. Um, okay. And this is a skier who is the best skier in the world. Elite skier. Mm-hmm. Um, starring uh, Will Ferrell. Perfect. No notes. Um, meet. Meet. M-E-E-T. Meet. Oh. Yeah. Meet. Is for for me meat means um a guy who is about to who is adopted and is trying to track down his biological family. He's trying to meet them. Mm-hmm. Meat is a uh, beautiful um, romantic drama uh, in the vein of sliding doors, but with a handing baton situation. Mm. So it is the story of how two people meet. And then it becomes a sliding door situation of what if they hadn't met? So every time those two meet and fall in love, that's their meet cute. That's also our chance to sliding doors. Mm. So we move through handing the baton across each of five couples as we realize that no one has one true soulmate. We're all just lucky to meet someone. That's lovely. And the tagline is, meet, fuck your friends. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's not that. I think we may have undercut this. Uh, um, I want to end on that because that's a lovely, I like that sentiment. Um, but what do you want people to listen to this podcast to know about you? To know about? Yeah, do you <laughs> in have, terms of plugs? Yeah, or in plugs, terms of, anything you want people to find. If not, if you just had a good time, that's also okay. Yeah, you can find me on um, Stephen Lyons Comedy on Facebook or S-T-E-E-L-Y-O-N-S on TikTok. Um, Instagram, I don't know, that's a thing. You can find me on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like podcasts, which there's a high potential you do because you made it all the way to this one and all the way to the end of this one, um, I have a beautiful back catalog of a um, wonderful podcast called I'll Be Back Catalog, which is every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie um, from the beginning in chronological order. You don't have to watch them. You don't have to listen to them in order. Just grab one that you like. It is uh, myself and uh, another comedian named Mike Kevin, and we have two New Zealand comedians on every week that Mm -hmm. we did it. Um, We made it all the way through, I think, to Eraser. Um, there are a lot. There's like 40 movies that's, that we did. That's a lot of movies. He's got new ones out. Are you going to bring it back? We will um, as soon as Mike's son is chill. Cool, 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 cool. That's very nice. That's a great concept for a podcast, I think. Yes, we do. And we go through. It's actually, we, have, we do pitches. We mm. do reboots. We, do, we nice. talk about the movie. We talk about people's experience with action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just their experience with Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's mm. such a big character. And he does cross over a lot of age. And yeah, he does. Like, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a big old personality. That's true. can't believe he was a governor. I kind of forget yeah. about that of California. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to support this podcast, you can go to tristanmiller.substack.com and you, you can get early access to the episodes and I do film reviews there and essays and all sorts of good stuff. So check it out there. Um, thanks for much, so much for doing the podcast. It was great. Oh my God. I had a blast. This is great. Good. I can't wait to find out what happens at the function. <laughs> function. You'll be lucky to be functioning. <laughs> We'll we'll work on the tagline. Good night, everybody.